Here it is a Saturday morning, Easter weekend here in the Twin Cities, and it's time for another wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Happy, happy, I don't know where I'm getting this happy anniversary. anniversary. But it, <laughs> maybe we'll think okay. of that. It's well, been a lot of years. Of anniversary of what? <laughs> I'm not sure, but the show has been on uh, many years here. So, uh, But Jack, yes, happy, yes. happy Easter to you guys at Thank Haskell's. Thank you, Denny, and the same to you and your family. Thank you. Today well, I thought... What better thing to talk about is what to pair with your Easter meal. And, you know, an awful lot of people have ham at Easter. And, you know, we talked about Rieslings a few weeks ago, and there's nothing in the world that goes better with ham than a good German Riesling. We talked about Rieslings a few weeks ago, and there's nothing in the world that goes better with ham than a good German Riesling. Uh, you know, the sweet saltiness of ham paired with that crisp acidity that comes from a Riesling, get a bone-dry one, it's just perfect. And even if the Riesling isn't too dry, it's okay because of the sweetness in the ham. It's my first choice. If you had to have a red wine, maybe try a Beaujolais. Maybe do something um, different with a Beaujolais. Have one of the crews of Beaujolais, like a Saint Amour or Morgan or... Uh, uh, Moulin Avant might be just a little too big for ham. But anyway, uh, uh, even a two-quart, just a village Beaujolais would be nice to have with ham. And, of course, a lot of people have lamb, and my go-to wine with lamb is always Bordeaux. There's a chateau there called Malmaison. It's owned by the Rothschilds, uh, and if they take wonderful, wonderful care of this property. I mean, uh, while it's not classified, that makes it inexpensive, it's a wonderful one. It's a great combination. It's about 50% Cabernet, uh, 25% Merlot, and 25% Cabernet Franc. And that is all those varietals are blended together to produce this Bordeaux called Malmaison, M-A-L-M-A-I-S-O-N. And uh, it's really wonderful. You know, they graze lamb uh, or sheep on the flats between Bordeaux and the Atlantic Ocean. That area is kind of almost like a little peninsula. And it's called Salty Lamb because they graze on salt flats up there. And boy, I'll tell you that uh, Bordelais uh, lamb is something else. But you can make very good lamb here at home. You know, we get wonderful lamb from New Zealand, and Colorado lamb is awfully hard to beat. But uh, that would be my first choice. Another one would be Cabernet Sauvignon. And we, uh, Ted Farrell's go-to wine uh, for almost every day is Fog Mountain Pinot Noir, which is very good. But the Fog Mountain Cabernet would also be very good with any kind of lamb. And, you know, lamb cooks up in all sorts of wonderful ways. You can get a crown roast of lamb, a rack of lamb, lamb shanks, roast lamb, a butterfly leg of lamb. That's where you cut the bone out and you cook it just like a giant uh, steak, the butterfly leg of lamb. And boy, I'll tell you, is that ever good. And trying that Fog Mountain Cabernet or Chateau Malmaison with that lamb would be a marriage made in heaven. If you're going to have chicken, why not try a Chardonnay? There's so many good ones out there. Tobias, our good friend Rick Foreman's son, Toby, makes a wonderful uh, California Chardonnay, which won't break the bank and is indeed delicious and goes very nicely with chicken. Uh, how about the folks that have salmon? 
Pinot Noir, of course, is my go-to wine with salmon. And again, you could try that Fog Mountain, the one we talked about just a moment ago, the Cabernet for lamb. You could certainly try that Fog Mountain Pinot Noir with salmon and be awfully good. And a little tip, I like to marinate my salmon three parts maple syrup, one part soy sauce. What a marinade that is. I am telling you, you're just going to love it. It'll be your go-to way to prepare salmon. Just put the salmon in a Ziploc bag with three parts maple syrup and one part soy sauce. That's all. And just let it sit for a couple, three hours. Then take it out and grill the salmon and what, or saute it. But that marinade of maple syrup and soy sauce adds another dimension that you're just going to love Uh with that, and incidentally, speaking of that, a good glaze for ham is one cup of brown sugar, a quarter cup of French mustard, uh, by French I mean Dijon mustard, uh, and about three tablespoons of vinegar. Mix it all up together and pour it over to the top of the ham, and boy, it adds a sweetness uh, with just a right tartness from that vinegar and mustard uh, to make that ham really good. Again, it's a cup of brown sugar, a quarter cup of Dijon mustard, and three tablespoons of vinegar. Mix all that up and put it on top of the ham for an absolutely super glaze. Of course, there's at uh, this time of year, you get those spring vegetables. Who can deny the pleasure of asparagus? Asparagus is kind of tough to pair wine with. One of the wines that goes very well with it is Gollner Veltner from Austria. Uh, a crisp, uh, even a, a Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand doesn't go too badly with asparagus. But asparagus shouts spring as the carrots and new peas and all that. At any rate, and if you're having a little celebration because everybody's vaccinated, uh, Easter brunch, one of the great things, is, of course, there's Bloody Marys to have. Another thing are mimosas, which is half orange juice, half sparkling wine. And one of my favorites is to have a cranberry mimosa, which is half cranberry juice and then half sparkling wine. And when you're making these mimosas, remember, you don't want to use a real good champagne. Any kind of sparkling wine, a cava from Spain, uh, a Prosecco from Italy, are better to use because they're inexpensive than, say, real French champagne, which is about $30 a bottle. Uh, you don't really want to waste that good of wine on making mimosas or uh, even cranberry mimosas. Uh, and, of course, uh, for brunch, you know, you have things like quiche, waffles, pancakes, French toast. Sparkling wine goes very, very well with all of those things. They're kind of sweet. Uh, I always tell people when you're having sweet things, why not uh, try Vouvray uh, uh, from the Loire. It's 100% Chenin Blanc and goes so nicely with so many of those things. But anyhow, the uh, recipes I, I've just given are all available on Haskell's website, but they're wonderful things to try. Uh, a fruit salad for Easter is good in the marinade. Use a half cup of Cointreau. Cointreau is an orange liqueur uh, from France. And made by Robert Cointreau's family, it really is marvelous. And you use a, a, a half a cup of Cointreau, a quarter cup of lemon juice, and a quarter cup of orange juice, and then put in maybe two or three tablespoons of orange or lemon zest, 
and toss that with fruit. And boy, I'll tell you, you're going to find that is absolutely lovely. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, Prosecco, if you get a Prosecco, why not try Cavatina? It comes in a very pretty gold bottle, so it looks nice. And it tastes even better than it looks. It really is a terrific Prosecco. And a Prosecco, again, is an inexpensive sparkling wine. So if you're going to make mimosas, that's a good base, as are any cava from Spain, because they're always inexpensive. You can buy a pretty good bottle of Prosecco or cava from Spain for about $10. That'll be just swell to have with your uh, sparkling wine. <laughs> as And also... Those wines, in spite of being inexpensive, are quite delicious to have with your uh, Easter meal, particularly uh, if you're having something that's kind of like ham, salty. Uh, sparkling wine just cuts through that saltiness and makes it taste all that much better. Then, of course, the great question comes up always to in our house, what to do with all those uh, leftover hard-boiled eggs that you've colored. Well, of course, I happen to love egg salad, and that's a natural go-to thing. Deviled eggs are just fantastic. And, of course, you can add eggs to any kind of green salad, I think, and it uh, just adds an extra dimension to the salad, but chopped eggs in a salad. You can make a breakfast casserole, a lot of hard-boiled eggs. Uh, creamed eggs on toast are good. Uh, you can take... Uh, avocado and egg salad, mix them together, serve the egg salad in a half of an avocado. Makes a great brunch recipe or a luncheon salad. Pickled eggs. Anyhow, the list goes on and on that you can use for eggs uh, after you use the hard-boiled eggs. And incidentally, those colored eggs make a great centerpiece for your Easter meal. Uh, looks terrific. Or you can use the Eggs, uh, when you're dyeing them, put the people's name on and use them as place cards for your, when you have people in, uh, right on the egg and use the egg itself as a place card. Or you can have a an egg hunt. And then there's hard-boiled egg dressing, which is just delicious. That's chopped eggs kind of in a vinaigrette and with a little chopped pickle and something like that. And boy, I'll tell you, that is also a wonderful use of those hard-boiled eggs. And it can go on so many things that egg dressing is very good, often just served on cold chicken, uh, is a wonderful little luncheon uh, recipe. You slice cold breast of chicken and then put that uh, chopped hard egg dressing on top uh, sprig of parsley on it looks beautiful and even tastes better but anyhow i think you get the idea there's so many wonderful things you can do uh with different wines to go with different foods and uh like i said no matter whether you're having ham or lamb or roast beef chicken pork salmon etc there's a wonderful wine that'll marry nicely with that and it really a good pairing of wine with food uh, enhance everything believe me and make that your favorite recipe for whether you're having lamb shanks or or a rack of lamb and you have that right claret to have with it boy i'll tell you that when they marry well it is just a wonderful experience and of course you know it uh, Easter, a lot of people have brunches rather than dinner, and uh, we talked about the different things you could use with brunches, and as I said, one of my favorites 
is to make a cranberry mimosa. And that, again, that cranberry mimosa is just like a regular orange mimosa where you have orange juice and then sparkling wine. You do the same thing, only instead of that, you use uh, a good cranberry juice. And it looks pretty and absolutely tastes delicious. But again, remember, don't use real expensive sparkling wine if you're making mimosas. The orange juice, or the if you do the cranberry ones, the cranberry juice, you know, dilute that. And you really want a, a sparkling wine just to add the sparkle. It's not so much about flavor because the orange juice or the cranberry juice are going to overpower that. And at any rate, I think you get the idea. Another interesting thing you can do, of course, is try Ted Farrell's 6 for 60, his spring celebration wine. He's got six bottles of wine all packaged in a case uh, for $60. And he has a, a Moscato, which is, of course, a wonderful sweet wine to have with dessert after your Easter feast. And it happens to marry very well, I think, with carrot cake. And then Sitman's Riesling. He has a Primitivo, which is a Zinfandel from Italy. He has a Malbec from Argentina, which is great for barbecue. He has Projection Cabernet in there, which is a terrific California Cabernet. LaForge Pinot Noir from France. And there you have the 6 for 60. Great six bottles of wine. That's a great combination. And uh, you can use that, you know, for the next two, three weeks. You've got six bottles of wonderful wine. And uh, try them with different foods. It's just a wonderful way to experience lots of different wines with lots of different food. But at any rate, uh, these different recipes can, if you didn't write them down, can be on you found on Haskell's website. And as I said earlier, they're simple. I try to keep anything I do to very few ingredients and uh, a quick assembly, so that whether you're looking at that ham glaze or you you want to try uh, one of the other things I mentioned, that uh, chopped eggs uh, dressing, uh, it, they're all available on Haskell's website, as well as that basting sauce for your Easter ham. Fantastic. Well, let's talk a little bit about Haskell's before we uh, say adios today. All right. The folks at Haskell's, you know, love to talk about wine. They love to marry wine and food. And best of all, they're going to put you in touch with a wine that will not break the bank. It's very affordable. There's a Haskell's near you where you can go to and save big dollars on wine, whether you're going to try a six for 60 or just one bottle of wine to celebrate. The place to do it is at Haskell's, and there's one near you. There's a Haskell's in Bloomington. There's a Haskell's in downtown Excelsior. In Faribault, there's a Haskell's right off at 35. Our super seller up in Maple Grove is not to be missed. 22,000 square feet of wines for your pleasure. Minnetonka at Ridgedale. Minneapolis has free parking on Saturday and Sunday. Plymouth, St. Paul, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com, and it'll take you right into the world of wine on our website. And I hope everybody has a very happy and healthy Easter holiday. Thank you very much to you and your family, Jack. Let's talk next week. You know, Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. Jack Farrell from Haskell's.